Well, Alexander, I think, was probably the most ambitious movie I ever undertook. There was nothing quite like it in my life. Uh, and uh, it was also the most painful because, actually, it got terrible reviews in English language, although we did considerable business abroad. But still, it was a rushed film. Uh, we, we shot it on three continents over 100 days. And it was uh, cut very quickly because we had to get in the theaters uh, that year. And it was like five-month cut. And it was, it was a rush job. And I, it was a heartbreaker for me. I, was not, I, I took credit for it. And I took responsibility for it. But I was not happy. Which guy? The 300. I, the Persian guy. I think he's just the same guy who plays, like, the bad oh, guy in oh, 300. Oh, he was in um, Kingdom of Heaven, too, maybe? I think that was familiar. the same guy. Yeah. The same guy yeah. in Kingdom yeah. of Heaven. Yeah. All right. Just but like we might be being guy. super racist, so cut all of those. <laughs> it's fine. Well, I started recording anyway. Because I know. I saw. <laughs> well, Brandon always puts in this weird thing where he's like, I did a thing up the top, and I put stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I don't edit these things. Brandon <laughs> edits them. Anyway, I'm going to start. Mm -hmm. Hi. Welcome to I Think You'd Be Into It, the podcast about your problematic faves. Brandon is at his bachelor party because we are now on episode five of Into It Pod East. Uh, <laughs> And uh, so this one, I'm, I'm flying solo, and uh, I apologize if the quality's bad, because I've never done this before. Uh, I am here with uh, two lovely ladies that I love very much. Uh, we have, who's also my maid of honor, so thank her for coming. This is Ashley. Say hi. Hello. This is Ashley Rohde. Um, and we also have Kristen, who, Kristen Liberty, who has picked the topic for us tonight, which is Alexander, the 2004 movie. Say hey. Hi. 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 <laughs> so uh, one thing we do do at the top of every episode is we ask everybody a thing they're into this week, um, which I know. Don't worry. I'll go first. I always give everybody a chance to be like, oh, wait, what? I don't know. Just like a thing that like another thing you could recommend to a person. I mean, it doesn't have to actually be this week. Just like a thing that you're like, oh, this is cool. I like it. Um, so since we've had like five episodes this week, I'm now like scraping the. Brandon always, I always make Brandon go first because he always has one just fucking ready because he's a weirdo, mm -hmm. and I'm always just like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> sleep. I'm into sleep. <laughs> uh, I haven't done that one before actually. Let me think. Let me think. What am I into this week? That's not a thing I've already done. I am into sleep actually, guys. Guys, yeah, get a good too. night's sleep. Mm -hmm. Do it. Um. Honestly, uh, I can't. I just like stopped working on everything and then came here to do this, and now I can't think of things. Oh, no, you know what I'm into? New York. We're going to do a specific New York Ooh, one. That's a good one. <laughs> well, no, I did. I'm into New York, but oh. I'm saying this for New York. Bagels. Yeah, I'm very. I did the other the other morning. I did have a bagel, and I literally was like, Ugh! like I was like walking <laughs> along the street, like moaning to myself while I ate this bagel. Um, no, a uh, thing that I'm very into, if you live at all near Park Slope or are ever over there, go to City Subs. It is the greatest sandwich I have ever had, and I am a big sandwich fan. I love them. I, I also, that's another place I went to earlier this week and ate it while just, like, moaning. Um, <laughs> my little sister texted me earlier, uh, and she was like, can we go to City Subs sometime this weekend? And I was, she was like, is it near your wedding? I was like, no, nah, but we're making it happen. She was like, I was just kind of joking. I was like, I don't joke. I don't joke about sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing that New York, go try city subs. I don't know. Somebody else go. You can make shit up. I don't care. Can I recommend a fanfic? Hell yeah. Um, yeah. It's the fanfic episode will have been up before this, so yeah, you can okay. do that. Uh, no, I saw that. I was so jealous. Um, but there's this one. It's by someone who I have met like a couple of times. And I have, you know, follow them on Tumblr, and now I'm, like, turning into a creepy stalker where I'm, like, live texting their own fanfic at them. Excellent. Um, but it's Hannibal, and it's set during World War One and a little bit after. And okay. And nobody's a cannibal, so it's, like, fluffy, but a lot of, like, X-rated scenes, and it's fantastic. So just people being gay in Lone Lacha, I might be butchering that pronunciation, the, the fancy, artsy section of Paris. All right. Yeah long lost love and shit like that 
All right. It's fantastic. Do you have anything, Ashley? Well, along those lines, uh, so Brandon Sanderson is my favorite new author. Mm -hmm. And he has a new book coming in November, but they're releasing like two chapters every Tuesday from now until when it comes out. Oh, that's wow. cool. What kind of reading it? does he write? It's like fantasy. It's nice. a series. It's the third. I don't know if it's a trilogy. I think he might be doing more, but it's really good. You should check it out. All right. If they wanted to read the other ones, what are they called? Uh, the first one is Way of Kings, and the second one is Oathbringer, okay. I think. Yeah. He writes I feel a like lot. I've maybe read these. They're really good. I don't know. All right. All right. So let's get into Alexander, which we are playing on the TV <laughs> as we... As we talk about this, uh, we are also drinking wine, and we ordered some Greek food. We're very thematic. We're getting into it. Yeah. We are in so, Astoria, coming to you live. Live from Astoria. From Astoria <laughs> yeah, this one's not in our hotel room, guys. Yeah. This one's from Astoria. It's apparently the largest Greek population outside of Greece. So it's very fitting. Yeah. That's interesting. We have In LA, we have the largest Armenian population. That's cool. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's like tons of Armenians in Greece. But in All right. In Greece. In <laughs> LA. In Armenia? In LA. In LA. I yeah. know where we are. What up? Okay, so. Yes. So, what is your, starting with your 30-second pitch for, this movie I think has been a little bit panned, but why watch it anyway? Because it's beautiful. I mean, bad wigs aside, it's actually beautifully <laughs> shot. Um, I mean, it's Oliver Stone. He knows what he's fucking exactly. doing. Uh, and he actually talks about, because I listen to the commentary on this like he would watch the monitor on this because he wanted to make sure they're in these beautiful sets and he's like yes but are we actually capturing the beauty on the camera and they were um and i think this movie was kind of unfairly maligned because we were talking about before we turned the mics on mm -hmm. this came out you know right after troy and like a few years after um Gladiator. 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 I was going to say Goodfellas. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Very different. Um, so there's this whole, like, sword and sandal resurgence. And um, this one came out. And it's much weirder than those two movies are. I think Gladiator, like, as a movie, it's good. Like, historically, it's messed up. But whatever. Um, and then Troy is just a big old mess. But if you're talking history, accuracy, yeah. like... They kill Agamemnon and Menelaus, which, no, that's not how any of that works. Um, but because you're also quite a fan of Greek history, yeah, yeah, Greek and Roman history, like three shelves of. All I mean, my I shit. knew that about you anyway, but right. also I'm looking at your bookshelves. She's staring at the evidence. Um, so my, I appreciate a big swing and a miss more than a pitch down the middle, mm -hmm. and I say Troy is a pitch down the middle. Like, as a movie, it's. Uh, fine <laughs> um like if you don't care about like accuracy to the Iliad like it's you know a three-act structure blah, blah, blah it's fine um Alexander's flawed for mm -hmm. sure like there's some stupid lines in there like at one point someone says your soul is mine and like okay dial Calm it down. down a thousand <laughs> Calm down, guys. but it's gorgeous and it's epic and it's trying to do a lot of things too many things but it, it's attempting something Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that more. And I have definitely like forced people to watch this in the past and they have been like pleasantly surprised by yeah. like, how cool it looks. And like there's two major like action set pieces. We're watching one right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's got a lot going for it. I guess at least it's fun to watch. I yeah. think so. Yeah, it is fun to watch. And we're also uh, so I tried to rewatch this this oh. week and I, I just didn't get very far uh, because I had a lot going on. Um, but we also noted that there's a difference in the different kinds ones you can get. So we are watching which uh, version? We are watching Alexander Revisited. There are three versions on DVD. There's the theatrical release. Which is what I was watching yes. on iTunes. Which is weirdly... Uh, that's just a side note that for some reason all of the like captions are done as like actual subtitles. Yeah. Which is very bizarre choice that iTunes made. Continue. There's also a director's cut, which makes me furious because they cut out all the gay shit. The gay shit. Um, we swear on this podcast okay. all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, they cut out all the gay shit to try to like make a buck and like appease people who are never going to like this movie to begin with. Mm -hmm. um, it's not that gay, but it's gayer than Troy. So no, uh, but I mean, they straight up like in a very. Well, in the theatrical cut, in like a very early scene, he has this whole speech about how like love between men when it's pure is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and then like he was it, never which is the thing that was true. By thighs. Thighs. Yeah, <laughs> which is an actual line from I forget where, but yeah. the sources. But that's not like something Oliver Stone wrote. He's like, never that's... defeated except for by Hephaestus, which is like 
I mean, that's and that's a thing that's not as much as we like similar to whitewashing. We tend to, I think, straight wash a lot of Greek history. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, I, she's not saying much, but Ashley uh, was a classics major. So she's our resident straight man here being like, yeah, no, you're not making that up. Like, <laughs> I mean, there. <sighs> she'll tell me if I'm wrong. Don't worry. Yeah. Th- like that. <laughs> Greece was hella gay, but, like, they also had a bunch of rules. Like, it wasn't this whole, like, bacchanalia thing that no. we like to imagine. Yeah. Like, it was actually fairly heteronormative. Um, like, there were rules about... Cause th- there's a lot oh, of yeah, because then about, there's another scene where she's like, yeah, it's great that you love him, but, like, you have... People think you don't like women, and you have to marry a woman and give yeah. us a child, or you're never well, going to be king. Be- like, partially, like, it was because, you know, infant mortality was high, and so you got to, like, make babies and make soldiers, because yeah. we're going to a lot of wars. Um but, you know, there were rules about, like, you know, you should have a younger lover and stuff like that. Like, yeah. there had to be some sort of imbalance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's all this conjecture about were Hephaestion and Alexander actually lovers um, because they were, Hephaestion was a noble, too, and so they're fairly equal. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a bunch of, de- if people bring it up at all, which is the whole thing. If I see a history book on Alexander, I flip to the index and see if they mention Hephaestion and Bagoas at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Bagoas is his eunuch lover, um, allegedly. I mean, there's, like, almost no historical record about him. Yeah. Um, but I, I just see if the history books even mention them at all, and a lot of them don't. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, just a bunch of questions about were he and Hephaestion actually fucking. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there are rules about this sort of thing, but also gay people existed and have always existed, so they might have just fucked anyway. Yeah. Rules be damned. Yeah. But but there is a, there is a lot of gay shit. Uh, now we're watching all of the wounded being tended to. Yeah, this movie is like hella gory. Yeah. Um, I went to a screening of this. They did a screening of Revisited, which is the one we're watching, which they released on DVD. Uh, which is a full like re-edit, and they added a bunch of scenes, and I think it make it makes a lot more sense because in the theatrical they have like these two weird long flashbacks that just like are thrown in like strange places in the middle. Mm-hmm. This one bounces all over the place between Alexander's past and his campaign, and it's more th- makes more thematic sense. Yeah. Um, I think it's still a little confusing to uh, people who don't necessarily have a degree because I saw a screening of this at the Museum of the Moving Image and they actually have um, a break in the middle. Uh, and I'm blanking on the word for that. Intermission? <laughs> Intermission. Thank you, Brandon. Cut this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just going to leave that in now. He's definitely going to leave <laughs> it in now. Yeah. No. Um, so there's an intermission, run to the bathroom, and I hear people in line saying, like, do you know what's going on right now? And like, no. Um, so did you did you also study this in school? I have it's not a minor. I have a concentration in classical history. I okay. was a film major with a concentration in classical history. I was taking my Greek history class when this movie came out. Okay. So there's a bunch of like convergence happening, which is kind of why I like it too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm taking Greek history with a professor I love while majoring in film in college, and I saw this with a friend who recommended Mary Renault to me, who is. I've she got has the book, that right, book there, right there, The Persian Boy. Which Oliver Stone has definitely, like, he said he's read it, but also, like, watching this movie, the fact that he has Bagoas in it, you know he's read it. It's The Persian Boy, which is a. I call it the Forrest Gump of Alexander because it's mm-hmm. about this eunuch who just happens to be yeah. everywhere <laughs> important during the entire campaign of Alexander. So now we're in the scene that starts the theatrical cut. Yes. And we're, like, at least half an hour into yeah, the with the revisited with the, with the snakes. Oh yeah. Although this scene is longer in the theatrical cut, she holds the snake a lot more and talks to him. Oh, she, this scene. So speaking of the, the first appearance of Angelina Jolie, can we talk about her bizarre accent? Yeah, I don't know what she's going for with that. There's like a lot of really weird. So so some of the things that, as much as I think this movie does an okay job as it goes, there are a lot of very weird choices that I would like to speak about. Yeah, wigs and uh, accents. Everybody's accents are all over the place. And so at the screening, I was just talking about the museum of movie image. Uh, Oliver Stone was there, and he did a whole talk after. So it was a very long event because this movie is like three hours. Yeah, and he compared it to the Last Temptation of Christ, where everyone's just got their New York, like Bronx and Brooklyn accent. Mm-hmm. And he said it's not just because Colin Farrell couldn't do like a neutral accent, so they weren't just accommodating his Irish accent. But he kind of saw that because they're Macedonians, they're not Greeks. Yeah, and so he's like, that's kind of his what he said like was up to you if this works or not but um 
just having an Irish accent is kind of the equivalent of that. Like in a lot of mm. classical movies about this era, um, everyone's got like this British accent and everyone's like very mad. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. So they're doing Irish as like the northern like roughshod people who mm-hmm. just come in and like take over. Though also Colin Farrell couldn't groups. do another accent. <laughs> <laughs> That Which, a that's a distinct possibility. Someone asked a super rude question at that Q&A. They were just like, if you could do it again, who would you cast? Like, fuck you. Yeah, that is really rude. Yeah, and Alverson defended him, and he talked about how we were talking, again, before the mics were turned on, that he kind of went away for a while. He's having yeah. a resurgence now. Alverson said, like, he had been kind of this golden boy up until then, and he'd never had criticism before until this movie. And Alverson was like, I'd had tons of criticism, so I was like, whatever. Yeah. But... He, he said Colin Farrell kind of let it affect his career a little bit. But yeah. he did the smart thing, which a lot of actors probably should do, and just kind of go away for a while. Yeah, just rather than trying to overcompensate. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think Benedict Cumberbatch should maybe take some notes and just go away for a while. <laughs> <laughs> take a break. So this is a pretty stacked cast, though. Yeah. Despite, despite Colin Farrell coming and going back. Oh, here he comes. Here's Val Kilmer. Yay, my Yay. favorite. Not even looking very Val Kilmer-y. No. Um, to his credit, because I feel like when you realize somebody, when you realize it's Val Kilmer immediately, it takes you out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Just because you're like, oh, fuck, Val Kilmer. <laughs> well, he shows up and immediately throws himself on top of Angelina Yeah, he Jolie. shows up and immediately tries to rape Angelina Jolie. Yeah. But. This is a scene directly out of Fire from Heaven, which is another Mary Reynolds book. Hmm. Yeah. And the snake thing, which is apparently ahistorical, but. Yeah, her being obsessed with snakes. I mean, it's not implausible. Yeah. But it's just. He made it up. Yeah. Uh, so. So you have also this book here, Oliver Stone, uh, Responses to Oliver Stone's Alexander. So this this film got, despite the resurgence, quite a bit of attention. From academics, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, there, I forget exactly what's in there. It, it was not a widely distributed book because not a lot of people saw the movie. Yeah. Um, but there's stuff in there about, I, one that I remember is they talk about there's a harem scene later mm-hmm. and basically saying that's not what harems were (laughs) harems were where women lived yeah they weren't sex dens no but we like to imagine there were sex dens and like i mean in fairness they were definitely concubines there but it's the harem is where the women lived but also like the their mother was there and their sisters like this is where the women were yeah which included the ones you had sex with and the ones you definitely did not yeah yeah so, I mean, and it didn't. So that's that's another thing to mention. It did not do well. It did not. No. People made fun of it, like, a lot. I yeah. just remember, like, award shows and stuff. And like, haha, Alexander, remember my... Hey, it's the kid from Gossip Girl. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> and then there's this... There's so many in people terrible in this. Wig. Yeah. Look at some, Brian yeah. Blessed for two minutes. Yeah, there's a lot of wigs. There's also, like, four versions of Ptolemy in this. Of what? Uh, Ptolemy or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's like four ages of him in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was looking at the cast list on IMDb. Anthony Hopkins is in this. Yes, Anthony Hopkins is definitely in this. Because they cut him down a little bit in this because he has a lot of monologues. He does. When I, when I, he first came on screen when I was rewatching it, I just started laughing. (laughs) I just, I was just started laughing. Brandon was like, what? And I was like, Anthony Hopkins just can't shut up. He's here. He's here now. I did threaten to talk about Hannibal too, so that's fine. So, I mean, is it is it a thing that's in like books that Alexander was blonde? Is that why we're all insisting on these very bad wigs? <laughs> I think so. This kid, I, I think so. that might actually yeah. be his hair. They just styled it very unfortunately. Would, I mean, being blonde would have been very unusual for that yeah. region. Mm-hmm. So, it, people talked about it. All right. Yeah. Didn't well, because I mean, like a crick in his neck that he was like looking slightly off to the side, so then all the sculptures of him is like looking weird. Yeah, he always does kind of have that like off to the side yeah. look which you know people attribute to being like oh he's you know looking into the future and like always like on the horizon and all yeah but like stuff. wasn't it actually a physical deformity yeah and he just played it off yeah you have heard um keanu reeves talks about that like he has like some back issue which like makes him stand up really straight and so when he has to turn he has to like turn his entire torso and that's why he's so good as an action hero because he always like looks like <laughs> He's got a like broad <laughs> chest and everything. And oh, Alexander's or Hephaestion's thighs line coming. Yep, up. that was it. Yeah, that was the line. We have this on mute, and I just know it's coming. Yeah, Christopher Plummer as Aristotle. Hey, yeah. 
Yep, yep. In the commentary, Oliver Stone mentions, you know, Christopher Plummer from Sound of Music, and I'm an idiot. I'm like, who's the old guy in Sound of Music? <laughs> Forgetting that time passes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this scene is it's funny, too, because he's like, yo, it's couldn't okay we... Gay like, one, it's the it's okay to be gay scene. It, two, it's the scene where Alexander's like, yo, couldn't we just do that thing you just said? And then he's like, nah, nah, we don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's like, oh, yeah, and in theory, you could go to India and, like, maybe come back down and, like, come back up the Nile. And then he's like, okay, so can't we just do that? And he's like, no, no, we don't go. We don't go to the yeah. East. It's like the, it's like India's the fucking elephant graveyard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where the light does not touch. Where the light does not touch. You do not go. How is Look at this kid not writing anything. There's this one shot from over the shoulder of this kid with the fucking tablet, and you can tell he hasn't written a, he hasn't written a damn thing. <laughs> And that's what's notes. that's Cassandra. That's the guy with the girl's name. <laughs> Cassandra. Yeah. Cassandra. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like he says Cassandra every time he says it in ah. the entire movie. And then no one believes a word that he says, even though his prophecy is true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> nobody ever believes the Oracle. Nope. There's just uh, there's so many names in this. And he tried. I mean, to his credit, I think Oliver Stone really did try. I think. Yes. I think he's. He, he did the biopic issue that a lot of people have is he tried to do like their entire life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, no, you got to pick a lane because he, Alexander in his very short life did a lot of shit. And so you got to pick like, do you want to talk about his love life? Do you want to talk about his campaigns? Yeah. Uh, you know, do you want to talk about how he was like a brilliant military commander or like how he had massive mommy issues or massive daddy issues? Like pick, pick something or like mm-hmm. you could do a whole movie just on him going to egypt or which they like, skim over oh, in the theatrical cut you would never know that he they just there. skim straight over like, they're oh. like yeah and then he went to east and then he went to western asia and he conquered all these things and then he went to egypt and then he became pharaoh and then he went to the and <laughs> then he went bt dubs he went to fair he went to he became pharaoh and then he went to the oracle and she declared him a god what up let's catch up with him in persia yeah like what mm-hmm. yeah like they just like skim over this huge portion. Yeah, and so like pick, pick a lane, man, and like you can touch on other stuff, but like center it around like one battle or something. And like yeah, yeah no, he, they're trying to do way too much stuff. So I think that's a massive flaw in this movie. Is mm-hmm. like you got to pick something, dude. All right, so we've talked a little bit about how much there's massive flaws, but what do you think the movie does well? That's a reason that despite some gay shit, it's still worth <laughs> checking. Uh. I mean, I think the gay shit stands on its own. But, um, no, I think, like, it's fair. They compress. I was going to say it's fairly historically accurate. They definitely compress some stuff. Um, And it's still three hours. Yeah. Uh, But, like, I feel like they get to the heart of how things were Mm -hmm. um, better than a lot of other Sword and Sandal movies. Um, And, like, they show phalanxes working. And so, like, they they try to portray the military um, arrangement well. I, I can hear people screaming at me because, like, the battle... <laughs> Don't like, at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like, there are battles, like, there was a river there. There was a wall at this... The one in India, like, that he fell off of that are kind of crucial. But, like, yeah. still... And this is, like, how the movie's kind of pitched to me. It's like, no, they actually show, like, a phalanx and how it works. That's, yeah. like, the arrangement where they're, like, yeah, in yeah, the square. Yeah. Um, and so... I th- I just think there's a lot of heart in this movie. Like it was clearly like a labor of love mm-hmm. and they're really trying to portray like Greek life. Yeah. And I appreciate that, um, which I realize is a hard sell. <laughs> no, I think that's not, I don't think that's a hard sell. I think that's interesting. I think that so many historical movies nowadays, because it, we've seen so many movies that do just fucking gloss over everything mm-hmm. that, we see a lot of historical movies that it's like, yeah, whatever, historic. Nobody, they, they assume the audience is stupid and will not know that it's wrong. Yeah. And I think it's nice to see a movie that doesn't try to, it may be confusing, but it's not trying to insult your intelligence mm-hmm. at the very least. Yeah. yeah. But when I see these movies, I don't, like, I know better, but I don't care. Like, if you're telling a good story, but you're wildly historically inaccurate, but it's entertaining, yeah. I don't really care. It depends on how wildly historically inaccurate we're talking like because <laughs> i'm talking about like big swing and a miss like of sword and sandal movies the most bonkers is the immortals by tarson mm-hmm. which is the one about theseus with henry cavill who is mm-hmm. unintelligible he's no like, like he's, that's not a good movie though no you think it's a good movie i mean no it's pretty though 
Yeah. Um, so what we're hearing is I, I like a pretty movie. Um, <laughs> if it's stupid and unintelligible, yeah, it looks cool. It's a visual medium. What are you going to do? Um, so, like, that's why Troy is, like, rock bottom. Because it's, like, kind of ugly and flat. And it doesn't make any sense. And it's kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, The Immortals is stupid, but it's pretty. So gets more points. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, Angelina Jolie is pretty. She's stunning in this whole movie. <laughs> But also fucking yeah. insane. And doesn't really age, no? Doesn't she doesn't really age. The they just give her, like, a tiny bit of gray in her <laughs> yeah. hair. Yeah. And are she like, look. Yeah, yeah, she gets some gray streaks. And then they're like, yeah, she's definitely. Oh, food. that's the bell. The food is here. We ordered, we ordered our Greek food to be thematic. We will be back. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Okay, we're back. We've eaten Greek food. Yeah. And we've now reached the harem, and it's eunuch time, yes, as Kristen just announced. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one thing that drives me up the wall about the re-edit mm-hmm. is that in the theatrical version, they actually... You turned me down, aren't you? Well, you had the microphone down here before. Sorry. Now it's up here, Hi. so I'm just fixing that. Hi. We're good. I don't know. Brandon's going <laughs> to yell at me later, because this is all going to be very wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, it's full of women who are suddenly way into Greek dudes. Uh, yeah. Macedonian dudes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Pardon me. Yeah. Um, but in the theatrical version, there's like this little chime, and it like times perfectly with Jared Leto blinking, and it <laughs> because the re-edit, it's off now, and it makes me furious. Um, but I one time I forced someone to watch this movie, mm-hmm. and they were like texting me during, and they're like, "Wait, is Jared Leto in this? Oh, no wonder why you like." And they're like, "Oh, this is, this is." Really? They're like, fl- oh, th- no wonder why you like this. Like, hey, <laughs> it's not the only reason I like it. So but it helps. Just, he's just taken over Babylon, gone into a whole harem of women, and is only interested in the dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That guy's makeup is amazing. Yeah, there's a whole scene now where he yeah. actually gets to speak. Wow. <laughs> in the theatrical, I don't think he ever says a word. He just, like, dances and kisses Alexander. Yeah, well, you know what? Good for good for this release. This guy's getting residuals now. Yeah, right. Actually, I don't think that works that way with movies, but Meh. But there's like both scenes where he makes out with Colin Farrell are extended. So, all right, good for him. Yeah, good whole room of women, and Alexander's only interested in the one dude. Yeah. So suck <laughs> it, heteronormativity. All yeah. these women are just dancing. They're dancing for no one. Yeah. We're dancing for ourselves. I just want to dance. Oh, Jared Leto's jealous. He's so jealous. <laughs> they did a Dutch angle to show how jealous yeah, he is. Yeah, they did a Dutch angle to show how jealous he was. Yeah. Jeez. That's true. <laughs> God, and it's funny. His eyebrows get more and less blonde depending on what scene it's in. Yeah. Which is also very interesting and weird. The eyebrow person was on strike. Yeah. Just looks like a Targaryen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with about as much incest. Uh yeah, he does true. kiss his mother later, which is oh a yeah, thing. it's well, yeah. an angry kiss. But I have never kissed a family. So many member. of the women <laughs> dancing in this are just like, I'm just moving my arms. Whatever, y'all didn't pay me enough to really yeah. dance. Just like noodly arms outside a car lot. I mean, is there music going on in this scene? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. there's lots of music. With the sound off, it just looks a little weird. It is very fun. <laughs> oh, now all the guys have tackled him, so that's oh, interesting. Oh, we just got a butt shot. We did get a butt shot. Are we shot. just going to do a really shitty commentary on this movie? I mean, <laughs> well, we nobody can see it. We could have, but yeah, sorry, this is probably not that great. Oh. Sorry, I needed to burp. Um, but <laughs> so people are coming. So so anyway, we're, we were talking about something. I'm sorry. I got distracted by the food and the wine and the butt shot. Yeah. Yay. It was, it was a clothes butt, too, but we got it really excited butt, about it. But it was a lot. Well, there's a lot of very short skirts in this. There's a lot of man thighs. But that's one of the things of I thighs. find charming about this whole thing. And I feel like it's fairly historical. The Greeks showed up in Persia and were just like, they're, the men are wearing pants. Weird. True. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be a man. Wear a skirt. Wear a skirt. <laughs> this is the dude he just killed his wife, I think. Darius is still alive at this point, but he ran away like a little bitch. Yeah. Um, for the second time. And wife? Yeah. I think she's his wife. Look at that headgear. Yeah, wife. Not mo- No, it's definitely not his mother. It's not no. his daughter. Yeah, it's his wife. Um, and she's about to fuck up and call Hephaestion the king because he was more taller. He was taller, more taller. Uh, <laughs> he was taller and more handsome. 
And so she addresses Hephaestion. And Alexander is just like, uh, over here. But he, it's fine because he too is Alexander. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> gay. Yeah. That's gay. But again, that is a, a historical, maybe apocryphal, but, you know, for all we know. Because there, there are no primary sources left about Alexander the Great. Exactly. Okay. There are people who reference... Did they all get lost in the fire? Yeah. Okay. Um... And I mean, there weren't the fire at Alexandria. For those of those who, those of you who aren't me, just being like, "Oh, lost in the fire." The fire, <laughs> the great fire, the great fire um, at Alexandria, which you can learn about very inaccurately in the Epcot ride. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about oh, Spaceship wow. Earth. Spaceship uh-huh. Earth. One of my favorite things about Spaceship Earth is they're like, "Look here!" When you go by Egypt, they're like, "Here, this man is beating plants to make papyrus." We were like, "No." <laughs> No, no, no. The plant is named Papyrus. That's one of my favorites. And the second one is there's a guy, there's a little kid holding up a newspaper that says Civil War Ended. And I'm like, they didn't call it that. (laughs) It was the war between the states. It was not called the Civil War until much later. It was like when they call it World War One. It's just like, no, because you didn't know there was another one. Yeah, it was the Great War at the time. Because you're like, surprise, here's or just one. the war that we're currently in and fucking sucks. They're like, it's the war. Which one? This one. The one we're in, <laughs> the one we're in, motherfucker. Right now, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So and okay, like there weren't a ton of sources because we're back like to Angelina Alexander Julie. Was, what huh? I just said, we're back to Angelina Julie, but then not. Oh, back rubs are coming up soon. Very exciting. <laughs> All right. So anyway, there aren't many primary sources. Yeah, yeah, because like you know he was king, so people were kind of afraid for their lives if they wrote like bad shit about him. So it's all like sources were referencing other sources. So. They're either, like, super critical or they're super, like, sucking his dick. So there's not a lot of... I mean, history wasn't... No. Herodotus was before this. But, I mean, history was still a new medium. Yeah. That's so the fair. the idea of, like... Yeah, you this know, is cutting all the fuck over happened. the place. What? said, so this scene cuts all the fuck over the place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Staring We're contest. Just doing, there's a lot of recaps because a lot of stuff happens. Yeah, I feel like there are, even in a three-hour movie, there are, like, huge swaths of things that are just glossed over. Abs. Well, it's like you said, they should just pick the path. Yeah. You can't do yeah. anything. They should not gloss over the abs. No. There's some fantastic pajamas in this movie. Mm. <laughs> I want to wear a cape to bed. Jesus. Yeah. I feel like you Fuck might you, choke. Jared Leto. So here's here's the question. Mm-hmm. What did Jared Leto, where did, what is Jared Leto such, such a method actor? How many people <laughs> did he bone for this movie? <laughs> uh, While God. wearing a cape? Uh, apparently when they were filming. While wearing a cape, yes. Apparently the set was just like sex mania, but I don't know if it was with each other or what. Um, they, they never filmed anything for this movie of them making out. So there's no like lost footage. No matter how much I like stare at the DVD, like trying to will like a lost makeout scene into being, it just doesn't exist. But that's what you think. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, there's all these legendary stories of Jared Leto, the method actor. So what the fuck did he do for this movie? Okay. <sighs> all right, I go w- ahead. Talk about Suicide Squad. I just want to say I watched it on a plane on a 13 hour flight. Ooh. And I would rather have just been staring at the back of the seat <laughs> instead of watching that movie. It was so bad. Mm. Have you seen it? I did not see it. On purpose. I mean, it was okay. It's better than like doing nothing. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's when <laughs> clearly Kristen disagrees. <laughs> yeah. It had, like, its moments, yeah. but it was just, like, so incomprehensible and stupid. Oh, uh, he just told his <sighs> eunuch boyfriend to go away because he's going to sleep with his primary boyfriend. The eunuch so sad. looks like somebody I know, and I can't remember who, and it's going to drive me crazy. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is going to drive me crazy. Maybe you just know him. I don't actor. know him. I, I mean, it's L.A., so maybe, but <laughs> exactly. no. So this is, like, this would have been more than 10 years ago. This is, what, 13 years ago now? Yeah. yeah, and they're standing on a balcony talking about their feelings. So I get why people might have been put off by this movie. Um, I remember there was like a palp- seeing it in the theater, and there were like a bunch of bros there, and there's just this palpable feeling wafting off of them, like, dude, they're gay. <laughs> just like the shock and awe and horror, and I'm like I thought that was off. pretty obvious from moment one. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much eyeliner in this movie. Way too much eyeliner. Well, they've been to Egypt. They found oh, coal. So they, they found coal, the, they but there's the still, like, a lot of eyeliner in this movie. 
despite having discovered coal. <laughs> oh. Well, like they're new to it. They haven't learned how to blend properly. Yeah, yet. they don't know how to blend. I saw yeah. a good meme the other day where somebody somebody posted a photo of herself with her um eyeshadow, like her eyes closed, and she was like, I let my boyfriend do my makeup, and I just want to know what bitch taught him how to blend. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I'm suspicious now because what the fuck? Oh, it was really good. Yeah. Oh, nice. She was like, it was really good, and now I'm suspicious. What bitch taught him how to blend? I saw yeah. someone tweeted that they were in a Sephora, and a guy said to his girlfriend, you can just get whatever you want. Oh, yeah, and I saw that. literally turned. Yeah. What did he say? <laughs> yeah. It's a dream. The last time I was in Sephora, um, I went in and I asked the girl about foundation, and then I literally had another adult human woman teach me how to put foundation on, and in a way that she did half my face and then handed me the brush and went, teach a man to fish and all that, and walked away. (gasps) And she's my new hero. That's amazing. I went in for one of their makeovers one time, and they're like, so where are you going tonight? Because I guess they do, like, oh, I'm going to a gala or whatever. I was like, just teach me how to put makeup on. This was two years ago. Yeah. So. This is like six months ago. Like, I'm an adult human who was just like, I don't know how foundation works. I don't wear makeup most days. try to make me look less. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm like, I don't wear makeup most days, but if I was going to. I see like How maximum two people at work, and I don't really care about their opinions on my face. So I sometimes like from mascara, home. bye. I work from home. Yeah. So yeah. it's mostly just Weird. Brandon and my cat, and that's it. And then when I go to the theater, I sit in the booth, which is ten thousand degrees. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's not worth putting anything additional on my skin because I'm going to sweat it off. But you gotta look pretty for your cat. Speaking of being sweaty. There's a lot of sweaty boys in this movie. Yeah. They're going to war and, like, wearing very short skirts. Very short skirts in war. So they're often covered in blood and sweat. Mm, Man thighs. So, okay. Aside from this movie, which, as we've discussed, is okay, historical inaccuracy-wise. Better than most, which is a low bar. There's a lot of sound stages, which I think is funny, considering (laughs) the budget on this. There's, like, a lot of very clearly, like, we're not outside, we're on a sound stage. Yeah. Um, Which is funny, considering the budget. But... Where, if somebody wanted to get some more accurate history or something, you mentioned the Mary Renault books. Like, what what would you recommend if somebody wanted to learn actually more about Alexander and then go back and watch this again, just like for the entertainment value? Oh man. Um, well, the book they, they consulted with Robin Lane Fox for this, and he like was on set. Um, that is a controversial pick. Okay. Um, I mean, the, people have all sorts of opinions about Alexander. Basically, do you like him or not? Mm-hmm. And there's lots of reasons not to like him. Which actually, so again, in the theatrical cut, it's very early. But there is that whole scene with Ptolemy where he's like, look, when people want to slam him, they only talk about the times that he was like super fucking horrible. And he was super yeah. fucking horrible. He burned Persepolis to the ground because yeah. someone got drunk and told him to. Yeah. And like... Well, I always say, like, if Alexander knew about, like, having a gap year, like, the world would be completely different. (laughs) He just has, like, this explorer spirit, and just the only way to, like, see the world was to kill a bunch of people along the way. He was fairly magnanimous for his time, which, again, is not saying much. Yeah. He would forgive cities if they, like, let him be king. Um, And a bunch of He was very thirsty for being king of places. Yes. And, like, naming them after him. Yeah. There um, were so many Alexandrias. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, like, if they said, okay, yeah, you're... And he would, like, let them have their customs. Just like, but I'm your king now. And they're like, okay, cool. Um, and then he would let them be, which, for the time, is magnanimous. Not great. But, like, I'm not defending it. Yeah. But, it's not um, a great... It's not a great choice. Not a but, great look. But uh, better than his predecessors. So, um... Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> This one thing that's just northeastern Persia, 329 through 327 BC. Like this one pan shot was spanned two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very specific. Uh, yeah. So there is a documentary. Um, I was just looking. I have the book of it. Uh, yeah. Michael Wood. It's called In the Footsteps of Alexander. Mm-hmm. And um, it might be on YouTube or something. Yeah. Um, but he he goes the path that Alexander took. Okay. But I think that's it's interesting cool. because... In, the very beginning of this he's talking to um a modern probably iranian and they say uh alexander the great alexander the devil hmm. he sucks yeah <laughs> he killed our people like he's terrible and so i feel like it's a fairly like even view of him like you know it's in the footsteps of alexander so you've got a little bit of reverence for him but also showing like oh 
it's kind of terrible. Yeah. So I think that's an interesting source. Um, but I do like the Mary Renault books for, because um, I get a lot of my history through historical fiction because mm-hmm. it's a narrative that you can latch onto. Yeah. Um, she did a lot of research. She has a ton of affection for Alexander. Um, so if you think that he is also the devil, you're not going to like it. Um, but yeah, her she has a whole trilogy. Uh, it's Fire from Heaven, The Persian Boy, and Funeral Games. Funeral Games is fairly... I mean, it's written well and stuff, but it's terrible because all your faves are dead. Because <laughs> um, it's about, like, trying to, like, recover after he dies. And he doesn't name a successor. And so yeah. there's this whole, like, war of succession. And it's fairly terrible. And just about how Cassandra is a giant dick. <laughs> who's played by John Reese Myers in this movie. That's, yes. At, like, peak sliminess. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so gross. Um, so, yeah. So the Michael um, Wood documentary, Mary Renault. Uh, those are good. All right. You also have... So you have the Robin Lane Fox book, though. Yes, I do. Oh, and it fucking has Colin Firth on the cover. Feral. Why? Feral. Whatever. I wish <laughs> Colin, Colin Firth would be better. That would be, that would be great. That would be a very different movie. I I confuse well, them I, I confuse them in speaking often, but never in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched Kingsman recently. Oh, what'd you think? Oh, my God. So I was prepared. Like, the internet tried but did not actually properly prepare me for how fucking wild that movie yeah. is it's good yeah it is bonkers yeah. and i cannot wait for the new one now yeah but anyway so you have the the robin lane fox book yeah. and it has colin farrell on the cover it does yeah I mean, oh here he is marrying another lady copies. marrying yet another, another lady face yeah. hidden rosario dawson like you would never know which again very stacked cast yeah, yeah. um and there's Jared Leto being mad about it again. Oh, yeah. Like, why are you fronting? He's always mad. Every time he marries another lady, Jared Leto gets so mad. Oh, yeah. He shows up on their, like, wedding night. Like, yeah. bro, stop being a cockblock. But, like, was that actually historically accurate? Because weren't they more, like, you know, open, free-loving, bisexual? Like, <laughs> I don't think they cared so much, no? Like, he has to get married. But I don't know. I don't know much about Alexander's actual life, so I'm not sure. But oh, it seems boy. kind of arrogated. Um, I mean, from the sources, it seems like he was super because mm-hmm. there, there's a story i mean all the stories about him are fairly apocryphal but there's one where like his parents like sent a woman to him like a mm-hmm. tyra just like please just sleep with a woman <laughs> for the love of god like there are rumors about you this is terrible and he just like no um and like paid her and sent her away or something mm-hmm. it was like the the equivalent of like ordering pizzas for someone yeah <laughs> but with a woman <laughs> um, so I, but who knows yeah, who really? We knows? don't really know their internal life. Um, there are interviews with Oliver Stone where he calls him trisexual because he slept with Bagoas. I'm like, okay, <laughs> a it's Pan, and I don't think eunuch is a gender. No. Um, I mean, I not castrated. Maybe. Not, yeah. It's not really counting. So I say, if it was a choice, maybe. It was, but it was uh, not a choice. We don't know, but he might. As not far know. as I can tell, it was not a choice. Yeah. The character. Well, in the book and therefore in the movie was forcibly castrated, which I don't Yeah, think. so is this a novelization of the movie or is this a separate history book? Uh, which one? The the one he wrote. Robin Lane Fox, he wrote a history book. Yeah. And like, they just made a movie tie-in cover. Okay. Yeah, the book came so out So that's a weird this. choice. Yeah. He just wants to sell more copies no, but of he his was, book. Like, on I mean, yeah. And he talks about, like, they gave me a cup. It was super exciting. Like, he got props from the movie. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's a big nerd. Um... You nice support big nerds, but calm down. Yeah. <laughs> My art history professor in really, college really cool shot of the roof. his son, Alexander. Yeah, that was a because weird dessert. Of this because Alexander? Because of Alexander the Great. Not wow. the movie. Um, I actually emailed him and was like, what do you think of the movie? He was like, I didn't like it. I'm like, oh, come on, man. You were supposed to be on my side. <laughs> because, like, my Greek history professor did not like him much. Yeah. Alexander the Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And made, like, snide comments about snakes. <laughs> like Olympias who's way into snakes for some reason so yes we can wrap it up alright watch this movie you yes, recommend please. people watch this movie you recommend people watch the revisited version that, if you can get your hands on Alexander Revisited I would recommend that one the theatrical is fine just do not watch the director's cut don't worry too much about the history yeah and if you do want to worry about the history there are some cool historical novels you can yes. read yes which are by Mary Renault. Yes. And you can also do research online. 
But do that after you watch the movie. But do that after you yeah. watch the movie. Otherwise, just enjoy the movie. It's yeah. a enjoy the movie. Ride. It's like three hours. It's a very stacked cast. You have to commit yourself to it, but it's cool. It's, it's good. Cool action scenes and it's pretty. There's a lot of blood. Be ready for. There is a good a lot of. There is a lot of gore. Yeah, not if, too much. If you like elephants, just <laughs> be prepared. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a good amount of. I mean, it's 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 not rated. I think the is the remastered rated R. I think it's rated R. Oh yeah, because you see like a lot of chits and blood. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't feel gratuitous. I don't know. Maybe I'm just jaded now. I mean, I don't think it feels. Bad. I don't think they're it feels really gratuitous. Sense. But there like, are people. There are people that are just like, I can't with blood. Yeah, true. There are boobies in it, and that came out like the seventies. That's way. That's a whole nother. But thing. I'm just saying, and not even the boobs. But there are people that are just not cool with blood. So yeah. like, just yeah. fairness. No, true, in true. fairness, if you're not cool with seeing a dude just covered in blood, don't watch this. Yeah. But cool. There's a scene with battle elephants when I watched the screening of it, and because I'd already seen it, and I was like watching the audience. They were. <laughs> so like, oh, this poor elephant's like, oh, okay, I know, and I they know. Get their own hits in too. Like, it makes me sad anyway. It makes me sad anyway. The elephant scene. No, no elephant. God, and just like, be prepared for like a lot of fucking broody Jared Leto. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> like so. He's just so fucking horny and mad for the whole movie. But this is like peak beauty for him. It is peak True. beauty for him, but he's yeah. still horny and mad for the whole movie. He's horny for Colin Farrell. He's so just horny like, and angry for an entire three hours. Yeah. Whatever. But not in a weird clown way, so it's great. It's not in a weird clown <laughs> way, so that is great. <laughs> All right. And with that, podcast over. Don't oh, wait. Not. I forgot. There's more stuff we have to do. Yeah. Wait, no. We can <laughs> recommend stuff. We recommend stuff at the beginning. Yeah. That's stuff we like. Okay, what do we want to recommend? We don't like recommend, recommend, stuff. recommend stuff. Well, I just want to tell everyone <laughs> that I also forgot that I'm supposed to like do a whole sign off and tell people where you can find people online. Right. So where can people find you online if you want that? If you don't want that, you don't have to. Uh, you know what? What the hell? You can find me online pretty much everywhere at Nero's Liar. That's L Y R E, as in the instrument. I Ooh. picked a homonym like a fucking moron. N E R. No, but that's creative. Yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, I was going for the sound design thing plus the classics thing, mm-hmm. so Nero's Liar. L-Y-R-E. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Um, Tumblr, Twitter, archive of our own. Uh, Which we did recently talk about. People, Our listeners should know what that is now. Yay. Um, if you like weird crossovers, find me there. Um, so what would you recommend? Well, I recently saw Puffs, okay. the Harry Potter. It's not a musical, it's a play. Um, oh, I heard that's really good. It's really good. Like... I am getting to, like, there's been a lot of Harry Potter recently. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like J.K. Rowling maybe needs to stop talking about it for a while. Um, and, like, kind of been over it. I feel like some people, like, maybe need to read another book once in a while. Yeah. Um, so I was going in, and I actually know one of the cast members. And so I was going for him, and I was like, okay, cool. But, like, okay, we got enough of the Harry Potter stuff. Right. Yeah. I felt like I was going to throw up. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. Hmm. It is so good isn't it just like a whole it's a play about like all this shit is happening and the hufflepuffs are like dude i just want to go to can i live yes. can i live i just want to go and to like, school wait i want to see this last in the house tournament <laughs> yeah it's it's a whole it's a whole play about everything happening during harry potter it's from one through seven like from the, puffs from the huffle points like from the huffle from the huffle pub like common rooms perspective of just being like can i live like i just yeah. want to fucking get through school and not die okay, is that where okay can i see this because it sounds it's absolutely amazing Stages okay in midtown i oh highly recommend it, it i yeah. don't know how i missed that i need to see that it's, yeah it's yeah. very funny from what i've heard wow. just be like i just i just want to not die i just <laughs> want to get through school and not die like can we just chill out for a minute guys it, I, I was crying like, they're just being subjected to harry potter being at school with them mm-hmm. a wee little spoiler there is a clan joke in it like they talk about like yeah it's easy to tell like who the bad guys are they're the ones in the hoods <laughs> that joke has been there through the entire it's been running for about a year now but i saw it like a week after charlottesville yeah and so there was like the whole like audience just died laughing oh like it brought God. the house down Ooh. they had to pause for a while yeah but yeah white yeah, supremacy is bad folks there's a play about hufflepuffs and there's a clan joke in it yep sounds perfect thank you for, yeah. <laughs> for letting me know please go <laughs> all right ashley isn't really on the internet no i don't Twice. i don't tumble i don't tweet i don't do anything 
Because she's much smarter than the two of yeah. us. I heard people say, like, should I sign up for Twitter? No. I had some, Yesterday, somebody was like, I'm just starting to... Fa-. I saw somebody on Facebook was like, I'm figuring out social media. I think people mostly like my stuff on Facebook. And, like, I've started Instagram. But supposedly I'm supposed to, like, build a brand or whatever. Right now, my brand is just, like, photos of my garden and build my cats. Build hand. Sounds great. Um, I'm like, great. I'd be into that. She's like, I don't quite get Twitter yet. And I responded. And I was like, you don't have to get Twitter. It's a trash fire that I admittedly contribute to. Yeah. But don't bother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Save yourself. Like, save yourself like every day i log into twitter and i'm like well let's see what trash i can bury myself in now <laughs> i feel like, like the ripley clones they kill me yeah every day i'm just like hey here's some trash let me fucking bury my face in it but yeah. whatever well it's just like the experiments they do with rats where like they hit the pleasure button like there'll be like one funny tweet like Ar- army hammer this week just destroying james woods um that's another thing I recommend. Read Call Me By Your Name, please. Okay. Um, cry with me. Get ready for the movie in November. But yeah, like there'll be that. But then it's just like scrolling through a whole bunch of bullshit. Just mm. the occasional hit of like one good tweet. You got to curate that shit. I curate it pretty heavily. Oh, me too. And still. Yeah. There's a lot of There's still a lot of trash. The yeah. There's a lot of trash. I mean, again, I'm I'm admittedly Except my Twitter. Except for our feeds, which are delightful. <laughs> okay, <laughs> of well. Of course. Okay, Kristen's feed is delightful. I was about to openly admit my my feed is just if you ever want if you want like the curated version of how trash I am, follow me on Tumblr. <laughs> if you want the if you want the like two a.m. I'm drunk and I'm just gonna fucking shout things at the internet version of me on the Which internet, my follow my Twitter <laughs> because it is a thousand percent trash. <laughs> It's just like a lot of me yelling and then also soliciting for work. So what up? <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. At one point, my boss is like, hey, your username is this, right? And like, I just went white. It's like, oh, no. Maybe. You're like, no. <laughs> what? You must have me mistaken for some other person. Who posts my selfies. Goodbye. <laughs> your selfies are adorable. Aw. High S- angle. Thank you. So uh, you can find the podcast at on the internet at, at IntuitPod. And if you have a topic that you would like to talk about, you can email us at IntuitPod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at I Think You'd Be Into It. Uh, thank you, as always, for the use of our theme song to Tiny Stills. The theme song is Starting Over is a lot like giving up off the album Falling is Like Flying. She's got a new album coming out pretty soon. Don't worry. You're going to know when it comes out because it will 100% be the thing I'm into that week. Um, <laughs> she's great. And that is all. Now podcast over. What? Got it. Nailed it. Perfect.